Okay, we're live. Hi, everyone. We are Sunflowers and Red Feathers. I'm Christina. And I'm Stephanie. We are two moms living in the before and after of child loss. Join us in this journey as we share our stories of not only loss, but how life after loss can still be full of beauty, love, hope, and joy. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our channel to stay up to date on when we post a new video. Bye. Hello, everybody. We're Sunflowers and Red Feathers. I'm Christina. And I am Stephanie. Um, today, as you can tell by our title of this episode, we are talking about living the taboo life. So, taboo. Child loss is kind of a taboo subject, isn't it? Um, yes. So, death of a child isn't something we talk about all the time because it's really not that common. And we don't want it to be that common, obviously. Um, and it's not something that we can just bring up with anybody. Like there are things that we can expect, you know, the death of a grandparent or parents later in age. Um, and we can talk about those with people because that's something that most people can deal with. They understand that. Um, Mm -hmm. but as a bereaved parent, when you bring up the loss of a child, that kind of changes things up and it's kind of awkward and uncomfortable. And that's kind of what we want to talk about today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what makes it a taboo subject? <laughs> Obviously, the awkwardness and uncomfortableness is there for a reason. Um, and that's because child loss is sad. It's not normal. Um, and people, when you talk about your child, they are afraid that it's going to make you sad and they don't want to talk about sad things and they don't want you to, you to be sad. And so there it is but in reality for us talking about our child is healing and it's something we really enjoy right Mm -hmm. yeah especially like right off the bat I think people they don't want to bring it up because they're afraid of making you cry because at first that's literally all you do for the first um, months every day is just (laughs) cry and whether it's happy tears sad tears angry tears just thinking about everything makes you cry. And so people don't want that for you. And so they think bringing it up is going to make you cry and that you don't want that. But that is so not true. Even if you make me cry, just the fact that you're saying their name or the fact that you remember them or are thinking about them is awesome. And that's something that we, we want more of. We don't want you to not talk about them. Exactly. That's why you see hashtags all the time that say, say their name. It's so, so important to us to hear our child's name. And it means the world to us, really. Um, and sure, we might cry every once in a while. But if they are tears, like in the here and now, they're most likely happy tears. I know that's how it is for me. Sure, like I live with the everyday, the fact that my child is gone. But if somebody's talking to me about him, those are happy tears. because I love to talk about him. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's also something Um, that can change over time. Like, at first, it might always be sad tears, but once you've found your joy again and have learned to not be, not learned, but, you know, you're not in that super raw, hard place all the time, then you can cry more happy tears. But it does take time, and that's okay. 
and that's okay. Yeah, perfectly okay. Um, but the reality is, you know, we can talk about the death of an elderly, elderly person because that's normal, but child loss isn't normal again. And so we have to understand that people aren't going to be comfortable in those positions talking about our children as often as we would like them to be. Um, yeah. So yeah, my thought on that was, um, go ahead. I, I can think of just any random situation where someone even come up to you and, or I was a dental assistant for a long time. And so, you know, you did kind of small talk with your patients and, you know, people, there's some people who really tell you what's going on in their lives. And so if they, you know, just lost a grandmother or just lost an uncle or whatever, like it was pretty, it's not a taboo thing to be like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm really struggling right now. My grandma just died. Cause everybody can like empathize with that. You know, it's like, oh yeah, that sucks. I'm so sorry. But if we were to like be in a dental chair and somebody asked us, you know, why we we're upset when like well, my child just died crickets right crickets. <laughs> they, can't yeah. they don't know what to say no they don't and that's okay but it's awkward it's so awkward um for me um my kids like in the grocery store somebody will be like oh look at you've got four boys how fun and my oldest will be like well not my oldest but my oldest living child will be like actually there's five of us but my brother's dead and then it's like oh everybody just stops like yeah. I literally had a lady in the line the other day at the grocery store she as soon as he said oh but my brother's dead she like looked at me all awkward like and turned around and I was like oh that was in the back conversation <laughs> you know honestly though if somebody said that to me even though I am a bereaved parent I would just I would probably that's just so blatant right like kids they just say the darnest things like well how do you respond to that like do you say oh thank you for telling me or you know, if you actually could relate, like, oh, I have a child in heaven too. Still, you just don't expect that, especially if kids just come right out and say it. And you're like, oh gosh, okay. Yep, it's awkward. Um, There's no way around it, but that's something as bereaved parents that we have to embrace at the time because that's yeah. our life from now on, unfortunately, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. And then you should say the question that, you, you said um, people usually respond with when you say, oh, my child is gone. Do you remember? Yeah, they'll say like, I'm sorry. Or, you know, they'll that's just a complete, you know, conversation ender. But um, I think being a grieving parent means that we have to give ourselves and a whole lot of other people more grace than we ever have before. Um, because we feel things with so much more intensity now. Um, but other people just don't have a clue, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it is. I don't know where my thought was going with that. <laughs> it went away. <laughs> um, but so our next bullet point then was, um, since we are being forced to live in this taboo life, how do we do it? Um, so I was trying to find some articles and, trying to uh, see what other people's advice was. And I came across this one that was actually more geared towards uh, people not talking or how they can talk to children about grief and losing like a sibling. And um, it actually, I'm gonna put the article 
in the URL, the URL link in the YouTube video, so you can take a look at it. You should read it. It's actually pretty good. But this other article I found was called 11 Tips for Coping with the Death of an Adult Child, because Stephanie, my child, or Joshua and Mason were both pretty young, but we understand that there's some bereaved parents out there that have um, older adult children that have passed. And so I was trying to find some helpful points, and I felt like this article did a really good job of um, explaining a couple of things. So I'm just going to read a couple of quotes here. Um, so number from the 11 tips, this is number six, and it's called share your grief. So one of the most common reasons people hold back from sharing their grief is that they think that they'll be a burden to others or seem crazy and unable to hold it together. So sharing your grief not only helps you process it, but enables you to understand it. The more you open up about what you're going through, the more you're able to see specific patterns in your thought processes, your feelings, and your grieving. So even though people may be kind of awkward at first about you bringing up your child, the fact that they've died, um, it's really good to share your grief because it's actually could be helpful in a way for you to, to cope yourself. Do you feel like that's, that you've experienced that when you're talking to people about Joshua? I, I just connected back on here, so I missed everything you just said. I'm so sorry. I just I read the book. I read the book like from number six. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I just lost her. I have no idea what she's talking about. Well, luckily uh, I talked about the way through, so you're good. Yeah. Um, I'll just kind of share my my thought process then on that. Um, so for me, I think at first I was really afraid to talk to people about how I was feeling because I didn't want to make them feel awkward. But now the more that I have, even if I do cry through my thoughts, I realize that people are learning. I can't empathize, right? Because they don't understand exactly how I feel, but they are um, more sympathetic. And then they're more able to, they're realizing that they can talk about me some more around me. So it's actually helping me to tell them what I need. And so if I bring up Mason and talk about, um, you know, like his birthday that's coming up on Sunday and we did a little birthday party for him, the more that I talk about him and make him still a part of my life, the more people feel like they can also talk about him. So it's really, it's really healing in the long run. And uh, so go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, I think it's safe to assume like, you know, they are, they don't want to make us feel bad. So we try to avoid, you know, those hard conversations if we think that they're going to feel awkward because whatever, but it's mm -hmm. not awkward for us. And people might ask us, you know, say we do meet a stranger and they ask how it's going. We are like, we're just having a hard grief day and it doesn't matter how far into our grief journey we are. I think it's just the fact that we enjoy talking about our kids and we might have those hard days still. And so even if it's awkward, um, we can do it anyway. We can talk about it anyway. I forgot where I was going with that, but <laughs> kind of the idea. Sorry. That's so me. I understand. <laughs> uh, so the number seven uh, on that 11 tips for coping, the next bullet point here is uh, be honest with yourself. So another thing we can do with living our taboo life is just to be honest. Our feelings of grief um, that we experience are all unique to us and our situation. So don't compare your suffering to that of other bereaved parents. Don't compare yourself to Stephanie and I. Uh, some people are better able to <laughs> handle these types of losses or they may be mourning in ways that aren't apparent to you or others. 
And I think we kind of touched on that with our uh, two-part video on let's get real. We're really not okay because, um, yeah, Stephanie and I put on a, a smile and, you know, talk about this like it doesn't bother us, but obviously that's not true. So don't compare the way that you're feeling watching our videos, um, the way that we appeared. Don't compare yourself to that because this isn't really us. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is, but it is at the same time. We, we, we have found ways to have joy. We have found ways to, you know, have that hope, but we still have our grief days. There's no joke about that. So yeah, don't compare your grief to ours. Um, I used to always say that um, my pain is the same as anybody else's pain, no matter how much um, I hurt, like someone losing their job. I'm trying to come up with an example, but you know, that might be the hardest thing that they've ever had to go through. Um, and so their pain, I can't lessen their pain because they might feel the same amount of pain that I feel about losing my child as they feel about losing their job. Um, we can't compare each other's pain, you know? Yeah. They're like, might be different than my I loss, remember, but. yeah, I remember what you're trying to explain. It's that, it was that thought process of that's, if that's the worst pain that they've ever felt, you can't compare that or you can't try to diminish it just because it's not exactly, you don't, you don't feel like it's as bad as yours or as hard as yours. Yeah. That is exactly. their max level of pain. Yeah. You can't compare it. Exactly. Um, so in cases where you have uh, an adult child that has died, um, I thought this point was helpful. It said, if, especially if your relationship with your child who passed away was strained or, or estranged, it may be that your grief reaction is not what others expect of you. So just be honest with yourself and allow the grief process to take shape in a way that makes sense for you. So, you know, don't, Feel like you have to be fake about it like if you were estranged from your child and then they passed you don't have to go and pretend that you know they were it was this perfect ideal relationship and now they're that they're gone you know nothing that happened didn't happen i mean you're still able or you're still allowed to um, feel the way that you're feeling and so just let yourself be honest with yourself and that's part of your grief and your healing it's definitely different from ours because our children were so young. So we can't tell you what your grief is going to look like. Nope, not at all. Um, I definitely agree with that. Being honest with yourself though. I'm going to do that with my grief and Christine's going to do that with her grief. And we're all allowed to grieve on our own timeline and in our own way. Um, there's nothing normal about child loss. And so there's nothing normal about the way we're going to grieve. And that's just how it is. Um, we're here yeah. to help you um, with your grief as much as we can. Um, but we're not going to tell you how to grieve. There's no way of us to do that. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's our taboo life guys. <laughs> uh, if you have any thoughts about that or, um, any other words of wisdom to us or anybody else who might be listening, we'd love to hear about it. So, uh, we will post our video on our podcast and YouTube channel. So subscribe there and um, just make sure that you're following us and you'll get all of our posts updates and you can comment on our Facebook or Instagram. We'd love to hear from you guys. So yes, yes, yes. All right. Thanks guys. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye. See you next week. <laughs>